0: From Digitiki.com
1: On come the developments of ideas. With the basic concept established, the design must now undergo an intensive period of improvement, refinement, changes, and revisions. Emerging at last as the culmination of ideas developed in many minds
0: Welcome to the Quiet Village. Welcome to the Quiet Village once again, folks. I'm your host, Digitiki, coming to you direct from the Quiet Village at Digitiki.com. And this broadcast is a very special edition indeed. It's actually a two-part episode that I call Future Zotica, and there's a good reason why. Because I'm going to focus on new Exotica tunes, and tunes that you might not have thought of as Exotica or might not have thought of as fitting in with Exotica. And this is a two-part episode simply because an hour simply isn't enough. So it's a first for The Quiet Village, a two-parter. And in part two, I'm going to be joined by none other than the Tiki community's newest and hottest artist, velvet painter extraordinaire Rob hemmel He will be joining me in The Quiet Village in episode two. Now I call this Future Zotica because in online forums and record collecting circles there has been some discussion and proclamations that exotica is just a dead genre. However, with the ever-widening popularity of tiki culture in in the US, more and more people are rediscovering exotica albums of the past. Some of those people naturally are musicians and are today creating exotica once again and taking it off into new and exciting directions. So, I'm going to make the argument that Exotica is not dead, but in fact evolving, and may actually be hiding out in some unusual places. In fact, you're listening to the theme from the Tiki Wonder Hour, which is by the band Combustible Edison, and was actually recorded in 1999, so it's fairly new. So with that, we are going to visit the newer side of the island here at the Quiet Village, and a place where things are being built brand new as we speak. But we're going to start off with some very familiar territory first. Here is a 1990 recording from Martin Denny. The interesting thing about this CD is that it was only released in Japan and is now, sadly, out of print. And this particular track actually reunites Martin Denny with Arthur Lyman. You heard that right, folks. Lyman performed on Martin Denny's first album, Exotica, before branching off on his own. So here is Martin Denny and Arthur Lyman together again in 1990 performing Lyman's big hit, Yellow Bird. Love the sound of those waves. Starting off that set was none other than Martin Denny paired with Arthur Lyman in a very rare track performing Yellow Bird. And in the middle of that set was a brand new contemporary Exotica band, Waitiki, from their album Rendezvous at Okonkaluku. Hope I said that right. That is a track called A Tribute to the Chiefs of Exotica. And what could be more appropriate? And at the end of that set was a brand new band called Tiki Yaki Orchestra from their first album, Stereo Exotique, in 2007. That was Stranded in Paradise. Here is another artist that reminds me a lot of Tiki Yaki Orchestra, Ben Vaughn, who combines exotica, surf, and lounge elements in this 2006 album, Designs in Music. Here is Ben Vaughn with Blues from Nowhere we uh-huh. that is called Dance of the Virgins from the Martini Kings from their album Dance of the Virgins in 2007 and heading off that little set was Ben Vaughn, Blues from Nowhere from 2006 now for me to make the claim that Exotica never died but is evolving, I basically have to find what amounts to the feathered dinosaur or if you allow me to geek out for a second the Archaeopteryx of Exotica and I think I've found it This is a track from a 1971 Exotica album by Nino Nardini and Roger Roger called Jungle Obsession. And in fact, Arthur Lyman recorded his albums up until, I believe, Puka Shells, which is one of his last ones, in 1975. But this is a rather rare recording indeed. Nino Nardini and Roger Roger. Here's a tune called Murmuring Leaves from 1971. Jeff Chenault and Andrew Eisel, a very appropriate tune called Exotica Revisited from 2003 from an internet compilation, a two-CD compilation, I guess you could call it, uh, in 2003 called Two Zombies Later, and that was a compilation of people from... Uh, the Exotica mailing list, who all contributed tunes. And Jeff Chenault is actually um, a regular contributor to Tiki Magazine and one of the foremost authorities on Exotica music. And uh, that was his tune there. And right before that was Mystical Island. Arthur Lyman from his 1975 album Puka Shells, which I believe was his last, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, and before that was a very rare 1971 album entitled Jungle Obsession. That was the tune Murmuring Leaves by Nino Nardini and Roger Roger, and as far as I know, all three of those tunes are still available. Uh, Jungle Obsession is very hard to find, though, but I believe it is still available. If not, you might still be able to find it used. Now we're going to take a little journey into the newer side of exotica or music, I guess, in general. In the last five to ten years, there's started to become a more mainstream genre of music called ambient or down-tempo or sometimes just chill. And this is electronic-based instrument. Uh, electronic-based music, but it has a surprisingly exotic feel to it. And we're, we're not talking about the, the disco-sounding boom boom kind of stuff, you know, that, that rocks the walls. Um, th- these tunes have uh, elements of vintage recordings and a very other faraway land kind of feel to them. And, um... This music is designed to be predominantly background, hence the term ambient. And to a great extent, this is, is what Exotica was. It was atmospheric, or not really designed to be up front or in your face, but designed to be or to create a mood and to serve to heighten the escapism feel of that era. Uh, you know, a journey to faraway exotic land and, and oftentimes fictional exotic land. And that's what some of this music does. And it does it with synthesizers, which is a relatively new instrument. And Exotica used very exotic instruments of the day, acoustic instruments. And this music uses... Eg- Synthesizers to create exotic and sometimes surprisingly organic textures. And some of this music can be very new age and spacey, but uh, there are occasional gems of what I call exotica. And we're going to actually do a, a, a set of that. And I'm going to start by bridging that gap. Here is actually a tune, it's actually a remix tune a Les Baxter tune called Pyramid of the Sun that was remixed by Ian Pooley from a compilation called Electro Lounge Volume 2. And uh, that album has some rather great, strange mixes of Exotica tunes, and it's very unusual indeed. From 2001, then we're actually going to end up the set with uh, one of my favorite uh, new bands. It's Waterbone from their 2002 album. So here's an Electronica set of Exotica-like material, but actually taking an Exotica tune. Here's Ian Pooley, his remix of Les Baxter's Pyramid of the Sun. Welcome to the Quiet Village. tune. That was, of course, a classic Antonio Carlos Jobim, the guy who wrote Girl from Ipanema. That was one of his tunes called Agua de Beber, which means water to drink. And performing that was a great, uh, uh, great band from Italy called Montefiore Cocktail from their 2006 album, which is available only as an import unfortunately, called Montefiore Appetizer Volume 1. That was a, a great rendition of that. Right before that was At the River by Groove Armada from their album Best of Groove Armada. Kind of a a mishmash of of dancey electronica and vintage recordings. And of course heading off that set was Ian Pooley's remix of Les Baxter's classic Pyramid of the Sun from the album Electro Lounge Volume 2. Now, also, Exotica, I believe, has morphed into what we now call world music. And world music has branched off and is now categorized by its country. And here is a wonderful band from 2000, from their first album called Tibet. This is a band called Waterbone. And I actually got to meet these guys, and they are uh, very, very much into what they've done. And they went to Kathmandu and recorded a lot of chant and uh, brought it back and mixed it with modern electronic music in a way that's very unique and what I would consider to be modern-day exotica. This is an excellent representative track of that album. This is called Eastern Girl. are listening to Eastern Girl by the band Waterbone from their 2000 album, Tibet. Really great tune. Well, we have chewed up all the time and we are out of time. So we are going to continue this future Zodica. I hope you're enjoying it. We're going to continue it in part two, which is coming out very soon. And I will also have in part two of this uh, future Zodica episode, we'll have a uh, interview with a great painter by the name of rob hamill so definitely check us out in the meantime want to remind you that you can visit the quiet village at any time by going to digitiki.com and if you want to get the names and artists from all from this and uh, other podcasts just simply go to the podcast button so join us again where we will uh, revisit the other side of the island here at the quiet village until next time aloha